Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode 25 of my Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast. This is the first of two episodes in which I will explore the impact of intensity on sports performance. The topic for today's episode is, what is intensity? Now, when most people think of intensity, they think of mental intensity, being really focused and determined. But that's not the type of intensity I'm talking about. What I mean by intensity is the amount of physiological activity you experience in your body, including heart rate, respiration, and adrenaline when you're practicing and competing. Intensity is a continuum that ranges from sleep, very relaxed, to sheer terror, very anxious. Somewhere in between those two extremes is the level of intensity at which you perform your best. Intensity may be the most important contributor to athletic performance once the competition begins. It's so important because no matter how strong your other mental muscles are, whether motivation, confidence, focus, or mindset, they won't help you if your body is not physiologically capable of doing what it needs to do for you to perform your best. The challenge with intensity is that there is not one ideal intensity for all athletes. Depending on your physical and psychological makeup, you may perform best very relaxed, moderately intense, or bouncing off the walls with intensity. The sport you compete in also impacts intensity. Sports that have different physiological demands will have different intensity requirements. For example, sports that involve quick and powerful bursts of energy, such as weightlifting or sprinting, generally need higher intensity. In contrast, sports that involve fine motor skills or endurance, for example, golf or marathon running, respectively, require much lower intensity. Intensity is made up of two components. First, there's the physical experience of intensity, that is what you actually feel in your body when you're competing. Are you calm or filled with energy? Are you relaxed or tense? Second, there is your perception of the intensity. In other words, do you perceive the intensity positively or negatively? Two athletes can feel the exact same thing physiologically, but interpret these physical feelings in very different ways. One may view the intensity as excitement and it will help his performance. Another may see the intensity as anxiety and will hurt his performance. At the other end of the continuum, one athlete may experience her low intensity as calm and another as lethargy. The physical experience and the perception of intensity are affected by several important mental factors. If you're not confident, feeling frustrated and angry, and focusing on winning rather than performing your best, you will see the intensity as negative. In contrast, if you're confident and positive, happy and excited, and focused on just performing well, the intensity will be perceived as positive. Prime intensity is that ideal level of physiological activation required for you to perform your best in practice and competitions. It includes just the right level of muscle activity, heart rate, blood flow, respiration, and adrenaline. Additionally, prime intensity is perceived as positive and ideal. That great physiology also has a very positive influence on all aspects of your psychology. From the three-time Olympic gold medal winning swimmer, Peter Vanden Hogenband, I was surprised. Then again, I was so relaxed in the water, it felt amazing. Now let's talk about signs of over and under intensity. 
Intensity produces a wide variety of physical and mental symptoms that can help you recognize when your intensity is too high or too low. By being aware of these signs, you'll be able to know when you're not performing at prime intensity and can take steps to reach that ideal level. Let's start with overintensity. Muscle tension and breathing difficulties are the most common signs of overintensity. Most athletes indicate that when they're too tense, they feel tension in their shoulders and the legs, which happen to be the two most important physical areas for many sports, though you can feel tension anywhere in your body. If a swimmer's shoulders are tense, the motion of her strokes will shorten and she won't be able to swim with ease or power. When a high jumper's legs are tense, he loses the ability to run and jump with smoothness and explosiveness. Many athletes also report that their breathing becomes short and choppy when they get nervous. This restriction in breathing means that they're simply not getting enough oxygen into their system, so they'll tire easily. I've also found that the smoothness of athletes' movements tend to mirror their breathing. If their breathing is long and smooth, so is their movement. If their breathing is short and abrupt and uneven, their movements are typically jerky and uncomfortable. Athletes who are overly intense often exhibit poor posture and a stiff gait. Muscle tension causes their shoulders to rise and their body to seem to close up. Athletes make more mistakes also when they're overly intense because anxiety disrupts coordination. Overintensity interferes with motor control that affects technical skills and movement. Athletes who are anxious also increase the pace of the competition. For example, an overly intense cyclist may go out too fast too early in a road race. Overly intense athletes also often look rushed and frantic. If opponents are taking their time, overly intense athletes become very impatient at that slow pace. Overintensity negatively influences athletes mentally as well. Anxiety lowers confidence and causes doubts in ability. The physical and mental discomfort produces negative emotions such as frustration, anger, and sadness. The anxiety, doubts, and negative emotions hurt focus by drawing athletes' attention away from performing their best and onto how badly they feel physically and mentally. From the English rugby great Johnny Wilkinson, I face kicks when the anxiety has been so great that I could actually see my heart beating through my shirt. Now let's explore underintensity. Though not as common, athletes can also experience underintensity during competition. The most common symptoms of underintensity are low energy and lethargy. Athletes lack the adrenaline they need to give their best effort. Though not as discomforting as overintensity, underintensity hurts performance equally because athletes lack the physical requisites such as strength, stamina, and agility to meet the demands of their sport. Mentally, underintensity undermines motivation. Athletes just don't feel like being out there. The lack of interest caused by the too low intensity also impairs focus because they're easily distracted and have difficulty staying focused on their performances. A key goal with prime intensity is to find the precise line between intensity at which your body performs its best and intensity, yes, that's actually a word, when performance declines. The closer you can get to that line, the more your body will work for you in performing your best. But if you cross the line to tensity, your body will no longer be physically capable of a high level of performance. Great athletes have the ability to do two things related to this line. First, they have a clear understanding of where that line is, 
so they can find that line when it's time to train and compete, thereby maximizing what their bodies can give them. Second, they're able to stay on that line longer and more consistently than other athletes, which enables them to perform at a consistently higher level for longer periods of time. From the Olympic gold medal winning gymnast, Shannon Miller, gymnastics is the type of sport where you can't take something that gives you more energy. Something may be great for the vault, but then you have the floor after it and you have to be more sedate for that. Another key goal is to find your prime intensity. Your intensity is much like the thermostat maintaining the most comfortable temperature in your house. You always notice when your house is too warm or too cold because you're sensitive to changes in temperature. When the temperature becomes uncomfortable, either too high or too low, you adjust the thermostat to a more comfortable level. You can think of your intensity as your internal temperature that needs to be adjusted periodically. You need to be sensitive to when your intensity is no longer comfortable. In other words, you're overly or under intense, and it's not allowing you to perform your best. You can then use psych up or psych down exercises, which I'll describe in the next episode of my podcast, to either raise or lower your intensity to its prime level. You have several goals in developing prime intensity. First, learn what your prime intensity is in your sport. Then, recognize the signs of overintensity or underintensity in training and competitions. Next, to identify those situations in which your intensity may go up or go down. Finally, to take active steps and reach and maintain prime intensity throughout your practice and competitions. From George Carl, the former NBA coach, I think it's playing with your heart, playing with intensity, and playing with a commitment that even if you lose, you can be proud of. Lastly today, let's determine your prime intensity. The first step in taking control of your intensity is to identify what is your prime intensity. You can gain this information in two ways to make this determination. First, think back to several competitions in which you performed very well. Recall your level of intensity. Were you relaxed, energized, or really fired up? Then remember the thoughts, emotions, and physical feelings you experienced during those competitions. Were you positive or negative? Happy or angry? Relaxed or tense? Second, think back to several competitions in which you performed poorly. Recall your level of intensity. Remember the thoughts, emotions, and physical feelings you had in those competitions. If you're like most athletes, a distinct pattern will emerge. When you perform well, you have a particular and very specific level of intensity. That's your prime intensity. There are also common thoughts, emotions, and physical feelings associated with your prime intensity and with performing well. In contrast, when you're performing poorly, there's a very different level of intensity, either higher or lower than your prime intensity. There are also decidedly different thoughts, emotions, and physical feelings. With this knowledge, you will have a good sense of your prime intensity. You can then use that information to recognize when you're not at prime intensity and you need to adjust your intensity to a prime level. From the jockey legend, Steve Cawthon, I don't psych myself up. I psych myself down. I think clear when I'm not psyched up. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to episode 25 of Train Your Mind for Athletic Success. And be on the lookout for episode 26 in the near future.